Welcome to Between Two Furnaces. I am your host, Luke Wyden. My esteemed colleague, Big Cat, is not here today, unfortunately. Boo. He's out wandering the streets, making sales. But I do have a special guest here with us today. That is the Wildcat, the new rookie cat, Brandon. What's up, Brandon? Hey, Luke. Uh, pleasure to be back on here. Excited to talk about my progress and uh, just uh, see, see what I can learn. Yeah, let's get right into it. Today, we, you know, a few episodes back, we, I believe it was your first day or first week you were had started with us. Give yeah. people an update. You know, Brandon Wildcat was installing the furnaces and air conditioners for a couple of years, and he came, joined our team, and he went to training. It's been, how, how long has it been? Uh, training was last week in February. Okay. And then did ride-alongs for a couple of weeks, and my first a uh, solo sales call was right around like March 12th, March 14th, so somewhere around there. Nice. So how many, look, give us an update on your numbers. Where, where are you at? How many, how many calls, how many sales, all that fun stuff? Of course. Uh, year to date, I'm at uh, 56 calls in total. Uh, of those 56 calls, we have 25 sales. That puts me uh, right at just under 45%. Not bad. Um, my, uh, total revenue was $233,418. Okay. What's that average ticket? Average ticket comes in at, uh, $9,330. Nice. I like it. Yep. With a revenue, uh, per lead at right around 4,165. That's awesome. So, uh, our goals here as an organization were shooting for 50% closing, so we're a little shy there. That's not too bad. Uh, 9,000 average tickets, so you're above that. That's great. And a revenue per lead of about 4,000. So you're above two out of three within in the first three months, call it. So that's a good, good start. What um, What's your, say, your biggest aha? You, you know, coming from install, every, every installer thinks every sales guy's got it made, right? What was the biggest aha when when you got out running the calls? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'd say I had two uh, that come to mind right away. One is that uh, people are not as nice and friendly as I thought they were. You're saying there's assholes out there. There's quite a few a-holes out there. There is. I can attest to that. Um, so, you know, that was one. I think as an installer... Most of the time, you know, I still dealt with some difficult people, but most of the time, the people that were going ahead with us were pretty decent, nice people. So I only saw that side of it. Because we've weeded them out by then. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so um, what when you when when you're thinking about the process specifically, because you know the installer mindset is these guys must make every sale and they're there for 20 minutes and they get paid all these kind of crazy kind of money. What what's the difference? Um, like between like what's the difference I see from what yeah. I thought to now? Uh, definitely it's it's harder than I thought. Um, there's a lot of time that goes into it, whether it's before you ever get to the call, you know, just make knowing what you're getting yourself into, uh, pre-arrival phone calls, sitting down with the customer, and you know, you want the customer to be comfortable, obviously, but you kind of need to dictate how the call goes. So, you know, between just the whole sales process, trying to sit down with the customers and talk them through what's going to happen and then going to the equipment and getting all the information I need, coming back to the table and 
putting together proposals and going over the proposals, uh, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. Uh, and I think that's not seen on on the other side of it. Right. Yeah, the installers don't see all that, all the stuff, you know, all the time and all the heartache that goes into every call. Because, you know, if you're between actually being at the call and the time before the call and the time after the call and the follow-up, you know, you could have four, five, six hours into one call. And, and installers, anybody really outside of the sales organization doesn't know what goes into that. So, um, you know, and that's where the value is added in that time. I, th- I, I, I was telling Greg today, I was like, there's a direct correlation between how much time you spend on a call and how much of a sale or how much money you're going to make, right? So, um, you know, you had mentioned the pre-call, and I think a lot of people out there skip this step and they just get an address and they go and they go flying in, guns ablazing, and they're, I think they're missing a very important step because qualifying that customer um, is important. You and I talked about this today. We, we got a call coming up this afternoon after this, right? We talked about who's the customer. How did the customer find us? He was a referral. What do we know about that referral, right? Uh, um, he actually had purchased something a few years ago. What did he purchase? What, who did he talk with? So, you know, we had a, we had a 10 minute conversation about just who this guy is that we're going to see. Right. Exactly. You know, and that doesn't even include the, um, uh, the mental prep, getting there, parking your car, making sure your your one, your bag, your tools, your measurement tools and all that stuff is in order, your papers in order, your iPads in order, mentally preparing, uh, running through ro- role playing to yourself out loud or thinking through what what your process looks like, what's going to say, what the outcome's going to look like. You know, right there, you before you even step out of your car, we're half hour into into this call, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And uh I think, you know, what, like we talked about, you know, 50% is not great, but that's a number to strive for in our industry. If you can do better than that, that's amazing. But if you think about that, that means every call four to six hours and 50% of them you're not getting, that kind of hurts. Yeah, so <laughs> every other one you're potentially are losing. So you got to be have some thick skin. Now, we're a part of a group of contractors across the country. Um, it's a it's a private group where we all get together twice a year. And uh, for the past couple of years, we've been sharing our sales team's numbers, right? Um, every month. So Wildcat, Big Cat, they all get compared to all, all these teams. There's 12 companies. So there's probably 40 some salespeople on the least, list. At least, yeah. And we, every month we get compared to the next guy. So, and the average in that group is about 50% for the yeah. average closing percentage. But there's always a couple outliers. There's three or four dudes that are in that 60 to 75% closing every month. And I can tell you that it's a direct correlation between the time they spend with the customer or on that call and what they're closing. It's it's time and time again, it, it proves itself. So 50% is good. It's where you want to be. Uh, you could go to any company and if you sold two, one out of two calls, that owner's happy, right? But if you sold, you know, three out of four, that would be even better, right? Oh, yeah, that's that's killer. And and that's really the whole point of this silly podcast is to help these people that are listening to get to that three out of four, you know, and just, just all, like we said, you're, you're one sale away from being on par on all the categories, really. So, um, again, time equals value, right? So... 
what what else are you experiencing out there, Brandon? That you know has either been a been a eye opening or um, something that was been challenging for you over. The, and obviously, we are in the middle of a pandemic, so it's it's a whole different game for you coming into this than it was for any, Joe Blow last year. You know, so your process is a little different. It's got to be. Yep. Right. Yep. So what what on top of that? What's 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 the challenge? What else is challenging besides people running into assholes? Of course, yeah. I'd say, uh, you know, one thing for sure is um, objections, right? Trying to uh, come, you know, when you come across an objection, trying to get over that hurdle uh, and stay focused and, you know, just continue on showing what what your company's about. Hurdles might be, you know, you get there and they're going to get four or five other quotes or... Um, you, you get down, you're able to go and talk about the total investment cost and they just think it's way too high. Um, whatever the the objection might be, um, that's something that I'm continuing to learn and try to become comfortable with, uh, addressing and, and trying to smooth out with the customer. Yeah, exactly. And what do I say every day? There's four or five objections that we hear over and over and over and over again. It's not like some industries where they get a million different objections. We have, if we can isolate these, say, call it four. Yep. Let me, let's see here. We Getting multiple bids, getting three bids is one. I need to talk about is another one. Uh, the price is too high. What's the fourth one? Um they're they're just not ready to do it yet. Yeah, there's there's three or four really. Yeah. If you can just get that rebuttal or response down to a science where it is second nature, and you're not thinking. Once you have to think about what to say when someone says something, you've already lost, right? So that is key. It's it's paramount that you get those responses down to a T, right? So I agree. Mo- moving on, what 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 have you changed? over this short period of time to help improve your skills or what are you doing? Go, what, what, what are you doing to go above and beyond the next guy to get better and, and make that learning curve faster? Right. Of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, like Luke said, um, you know, we, we do have a sales process and we're part of a certain organization that, um, you know, helps develop Don't say us it. And we teach haven't, us. we're not sponsored yep, yet. Yep. Uh, to develop develop us and teach us, and uh, obviously I've gone to a couple trainings with them already, but just going to the training isn't enough. So continually looking through the books and role playing, and just uh, basically keeping track of all of my wins and losses, and being able to go back and think about it and see what I was doing that either was good or what I said or did that was bad, and reflect on that. Is, is a big part of what I've been doing to try to better myself. Very good. I was, uh, you know, like you've heard of Windshield University, right? I drive 12 minutes to work. I still listen to sales books, podcasts, even though I'm not out selling because I'm always talking about it. But um, not to change the subject, but this this plug for this guy here, it's called The Mindset of a Sales Warrior by J- Jason Forrest. Look it up, people. It's, it's a pretty powerful book. Um, I'm, I listen to it in the morning. It's, it's pretty exciting. So, um, anyways, books, books on tape, audio books while you're driving, all that's yep. going to soak in. You got to be a sponge regardless if you're Brandon 
Wildcat, you're three months in, or your Greg Silvercat, 49 years in. He, I know that guy's listening to tapes. 50 years in sales, specifically in HVAC. He's been to every training more than once that you could, every trainer out there he's seen, he's heard, he's developed his own process. He is still learning. So, like, it's a never-ending game, right? So, what else, Brandon? What else can you tell the people about about your experience? Uh, you know, it's it's been, well, I've had my ups and downs, and, you know, I'm trying to learn everything. It's 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 been fun. I, I really enjoy it. I'm really happy uh, that I made the transition from being an installer to sales. Uh, it's, it's taught me a lot about myself, and uh, I think that just being able to communicate with customers on a daily basis and try to build that rapport and, you know, just it's it's fun. It's a it's a new challenge every single day. I like it, um, and every day is going to be different. So it's it just makes it fun. Nice. Now, since the big cat's not here, where do you stack up to the big cat so far? Do you know uh, where a, you're at. That's a great question. I don't. Mm. Um, I know I know that Luke has that information. Yeah. Um, but I uh, I'm not exactly positive. I. Where, where I'm at right now. Yeah, I think he's got you beat on the revenue. I think you might have him on the revenue per lead, but do you think that you're going to try your goals to take the big cat down this year? Well, I mean, it's always a, always a friendly competition. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I think that, uh, I mean, who doesn't want to be number one, right? Right. Whether it's we, big cat or whoever it is, I want to uh, – I want to be number one. So exactly, our team is 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 super competitive, but we also want to see everybody win. Yeah. So we want to win as a team. So we got a we got a lofty team goal this year that you know it's going to take everybody going on you know all cylinders to make that happen. So um, if one of us are down, we got to pick them up. So if you're out there listening and you got team members that are struggling, help them out because you can't help yourself until you help someone else first. So. Um, with that being said, any last parting words? Um, see you in a few months. See you in a few months, and I'm going to try to keep on selling. You keep on selling. What What's your goal for the year, even though you started, say, February? Uh, goal for the year yeah. is, oh, I don't. You need a goal. What do, was it going to be a million? Is it going to be five million? Oh, you just want me to Yeah, say pick it. a number. Uh, I think my goal is going to be 1.5. 1.5 on, say, nine months. So I guess 1.5 would be the 12 months. So, like, for the nine months, I'll say 1.2. Okay. You All heard nine. him, people. We'll report back, and hopefully he can be the standard of starting a new salesperson. He does have a little bit of advantage. He's an installer, and he went to school for mechanical engineering and he works here, so he's got a little bit of an advantage. But that'll be the standard, people. So tune in again. Thanks for uh, listening, and keep selling.